Do you know what time it is? It's that time again with Cindy Gern, who has the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. Well, hello there. This is Jim Thomas. I'm host of the um, Secret Sauce segment of the uh, Workforce Show, and I'm here with uh, another awesome guest that I will be introducing to you shortly, but I just want to say that um, I hope that um, you've been enjoying the shows that we've recorded and presented so far. Uh, We've had some interesting guests uh, during the time that I've been hosting uh, the Secret Sauce segment, and today, as I mentioned to my guests, this is uh, my ninth show, so we're just moving right along. Uh, I'm here today with uh, Laurent uh, Amzalog. Laurent is um, founder and CEO of Yala Fitness, and we're going to go into what Yala Fitness is in a, in a minute because he's had an awesome career, and um, he lives in the greater metropolitan area of um, the Washington, D.C. area. And uh, let me just talk a little bit about his background so you have some some background before we get into some, some uh, uh, tough questions I'm going to throw at him. But First of all, Laurent, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. And I want to, the, the audience to hear your voice because obviously you you have um, a distinctive um, um, French-Canadian kind of background or uh, from Casablanca to Montreal <laughs> exactly. to, to the United States. And that's sort of the, the uh, triad of his existence. But let's get in a little bit to his background. First of all, for, for the last 25 years, Laurent has been a, a sought-after fitness expert. Uh, he was part of Oprah's... Um, Live Your Best Life Tour uh, has feature, has been featured on uh, Elle um, magazine and a guest uh, on the Dr. Oz show. So that gives you a little background, and let's move on to more of his background. He is a regular correspondent, I think that's fitness correspondent, for NBC, Fox, CBS, uh, and CW Network. Uh, the President's uh, Council on Fitness uh, and Sports named him one of the country's top 50 trainers. And I can tell you, he's certainly one of the top 50 most fit trainers I know, uh, to say the least. Uh, as a fitness uh, entertainer, uh, speaker, and instructor, he is um, a catalyst for change and transformation using body movement uh, to rewire one's mindset. Uh, every year, Laurent leads um, the warm-ups for national campaigns such as the Avon's Walk for Breast Cancer, um, MS Society or Muscular uh, Sclerosis Society, uh, Best Buddies, and Children's Hospital. Laurent is a graduate of uh, the University uh, de Montreal um, and the Academy um, National Academy uh, of Sports Medicine. He also attended uh, CJEP St. Laurent um, in um, their pre-medical program. And as he explained to me, CJEP is sort of the the pre-program one takes if they're going into, in his case, uh, it was um, pre-med- uh, pre-medicine. So, um, so that's sort of his background. So that's, that was the easy part for me. Now we get into the tough part. Laurent, I met you at uh, the Alan Kroll uh, Leadership Breakfast about three or four months ago. I think it was a May-June time frame. And um, I got to tell the audience that um, I wasn't sure what to expect. Here's a guy coming in who's uh, a fitness expert, and he's coming to a leadership breakfast. So I was, really wasn't sure what to expect that, that morning. But it was, it was awesome uh, because his talents go uh, well beyond uh, just the area of fitness. He's a, he's a, 
wide scope thinker. Uh, I think he brings a lot to the table, and that's why people like Dr. Oz and and Oprah Winfrey and others have uh, solicited his services over the years. But I want you, Laurent, to share with us your story, um, mm-hmm. because we've had lunch before. You share with me a small portion of your story, uh, but take me back and, and take the audience back and, and share a little bit of your secret sauce regard to um, your life, your successes, your challenges, and uh, we'll go from there. So that's the first question <laughs> I have for you. Wow. And you, gotta do that. you have to I, do this in two minutes. I, I, could, yeah, I could talk, like I was going to say, I could talk about this for hours and hours. I, I hope understand. you guys have patience. <laughs> we'll start where you can, we'll finish up where we can. Go ahead. Uh, so let let me start with my background because sure. obviously my background has a lot to do with what I do and who I am. Uh, I was born in, in Morocco, in Casablanca, Morocco, which is a mm-hmm. country in, in North Africa. And when I was four years old, five years old, my parents decided to move to Canada, to Montreal, where we immigrated. And I had some uh, part of my family. So on the, my father's side, they all went to France. And on my mother's side, they came to United States in, in Washington. That's why I ended up in Washington here about uh, close to 20 years ago already. It feels like yesterday. <laughs> so uh, so that's, my, that's my path in terms, okay. of, in terms of, you know, what, what brought me here to the United States. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I had some uncles, like I said. And I said, you know, for what I want to do. And I've always been fascinated with the human body. And that's why I started pre-med, thinking that I was going to go into medical school. But I was an impatient person. I'm still, I'm very impatient. Uh, that's one of the problems that I have. So I uh, didn't want to go to medical school. I didn't have the patience to go through the whole process. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do something that has to do with the body. And, but what happened is that, you know, as a young kid, I had a, I was sick. So I was I've always been a very energetic person, mm. but uh, even more so when I was a young kid, I was bouncing off the walls, driving my parents crazy all the time. <laughs> and I go from being like that, from that state to being in a hospital bed uh, where doctors were giving my parents a 50-50 chance of survival. Mm. So I remember, and I remember like, you know, every day you tell me, do you remember that? I say, absolutely, I remember how it felt just laying down in this bed, not being able to move. I was sad, I was depressed. And one day I said to myself, you know, that, that was the first day I really started to feel a little better. You know, I was going on weeks with, with fevers and, 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 and really sick, not being able to move. Now, how were you, how were you injured or how, why, why were you sick? What it was, was the cause? It started as an appendicitis. Okay. And then it got complicated where it burst and mm. I had infection after infection, gotcha. uh, multiple surgeries. Mm. So it was, it, it, from what should be a routine uh, surgery, uh, became a over uh, a month and a half uh, journey for me. Gotcha. And, and then one morning I said to myself, I can't stand this anymore. I'm going to take a few steps. So I stood up and I took a few steps in my room. Then the next day, I, I remember how hard those few steps were for me mm. because I've been laying down in a bed for months at that point, uh, or probably close to a month, and I haven't been moving. And I remember how hard it was, but also I remember how great mm. I felt just putting my feet down on the floor. The next day, I took more steps. By the third day, fourth day, I was already walking in the hallway. I was, you know, I was probably the longest resident of that ward at that point. You know, people stay one night, two nights. I've been there for already four weeks. So I was like the mayor. I would walk, <laughs> visit people. I would say, hello, how you doing? How are you? I was the mayor over there. And a few weeks later, I was out of the hospital. And to this day, I'm convinced that movement is what saved me and movement is what got me out of the hospital. So I knew then, like the seed was already planted about what I was going to do for the rest of my life, which is to motivate and to inspire people to find out what, you know, how movement could save their lives. 
So that's what got me to wanted to work with people, wanting to motivate people. And later on, you know, doing my pre-med stuff and saying, you know what? That's what I that's what I want to do. And that's why I ended up doing what I'm doing now. I see. Well, that's that's an interesting journey. <laughs> yeah. So now so it's personal. 20 years ago, you you, um, you came to the United States. Uh-huh. Um, how long have you been um, the founder? And how, when did you start Yala Fitness? How long ago was that? So, so I started when I first came to the United States. You know, my goal was, you know what, I'm going to go into training, personal training. I, I, I loved it. I did it when I was in college. Also, during my studies, I uh, mm-hmm. worked in a local gym in Montreal. And coming here, I said, I'm going to do it full time. You know, me, I don't just change careers or I just don't go in a career. I change countries. That's why I came here. I wanted to be away from my family. I wanted to be away from my life in Montreal. And I wanted to focus solely on what I wanted to do. I knew that if I stay there, uh, my life you know, would just roll and it would be like the same as everybody else. I just wanted to go and do it on my own. Sure. That's why sure. I came here. And I started with a client, two clients. And I started, that's when my company really started. You know, and but the name Yala Fitness came about four years after I arrived. This is when I registered the name, and Yala in Arabic, actually, if if, if some of your uh, listeners uh, speak Arabic, means let's go. That's what it means. And my mm. mother, when she used to wake me up in the morning to go to school, she would say Yala, Yala, move, move, move. So it's it's it means let's go, move. Mm. It's all about movement, and that's what it's all about. That's why I wanted to name this company Yala. And it's a word that's also used, you know, everywhere in Israel, they use it and all, all around the, the, the Middle East. It's, you know, it's the words I said, Yala, Yala, move, let's go. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So that's why, you know, I start. I, I use that name. And so they started probably 16 years ago with that okay. name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you, you've been in the United States for a while. Uh-huh. You've, um, you've been all over the year and on various shows. I've guessed, I told you earlier, I was going to ask you the question, how did you meet Oprah Winfrey? How did that come about? <laughs> so, it's like anything else in life. You know, when you have a passion for something, you want to be the best at what you do. So at that point, I've been doing my thing for, for a few years, for six, seven years. And when I go in, like I said, in something, I go 100%. I love what I do. And Oprah came to D.C. and she was doing her Live Your Best Life tour, the D.C. You know, uh, show. And she asked around. She said, Who are you, who's your best fitness guy? Uh, okay. And, and my name keep coming back. And uh, she was staying at the Ritz-Carlton at that point, and I taught a class at the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, at the, uh, then it was called the Sports Club LA, now it's called Equinox, okay. which is a fantastic facility. And she hired me right there because she kept hearing my name all the time. So I did her show there, they liked what I did, they asked me to go back uh, to Dallas where they did another one. I see. And, okay. and that's, why, that's how I got to meet But I didn't meet her over there because obviously you know, when she was there, she, you know, even the mayor in Dallas, I remember, wanted to meet her, and she didn't even have time to meet with him. <laughs> you know, uh, I met her after that. I met uh, uh, two weeks after that. I see. Okay. She was back at the Ritz Carlton, and I went to her. I introduced myself to her, and she is one of the most, uh, the most lovely person that I have ever met in my life. Well, she seems like a nice person. You know, fantastic. You. And I got the privilege to, to to see her again a few months ago when I was at the Doctor Oz show. Mm. I uh, she she just happened to do the the show right after me. Ah, okay. And she was there. I saw her. I I, I hugged her, and, and we just talked uh, briefly. And away she went in the darkness. <laughs> we talked earlier, and and the the whole focus of the secret sauce segment is to really look at distinctive qualities of 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 my my guests. You know what what made them successful. Realizing that you know sometimes we we're on top. Sometimes we 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 get into different valleys. Right. But we all have that, those who are successful have that core drive to continue to get back to a place where they're back on their positive journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suspect you've run across any number of people realizing you've worked with people not only with their 
motivating them uh, physically and mentally that have been on highs and lows and go in and out of fitness for a variety of reasons. What's, what causes you, what, what have you seen in regard to individuals who you work with who are you know, focused on fitness for a time, may fall out of it, come back, uh, but uh, have you seen any core uh, challenges uh, with individuals who, who get into fitness and, and fall away from it or stay with it for some time? Is there, is there a different type of character that um, supports fitness versus those who sort of play around it, but they don't tend to think of it as a, a lifelong um, um, part of who they are? Right. It's uh, when I first came to in the fitness field, you know, obviously I, I studied a lot more along the way to try to understand better the human body and especially the mind. And when I first, you know, started in personal training, you try to teach a person how to live healthy. You try to tell them this is what you should eat. You try to tell them this is what you should do. But at the end of the day, it's up to the person to, to really motivate themselves to do it because you cannot be there 24 hours a day with them. So and, I, and, I, and it's frustrating as, as, a, as a trainer, it's frustrating as a coach to kind of try to teach someone something and they're not keeping up with what you're doing. So I said, you know what, I, let me go to, you know, through another route. Let me try something else. So then I came up to the fact that, you know, instead of changing the body first, let's change the mind first. Mm. Let's f- change their focus and let's figure out what is going to drive them to do that. And I found out that most of the time people go in without any really goals. You know, they tell you, oh, I want to lose weight. I, I want to feel better. But that's not really a goal. That's not solid, right? Mm-hmm. I want to f- lose, lose a few pounds. But that's not really solid. That's not what's going to really keep them on track forever. But then I realized that what keeps people on track is to find out at the core what really pushes them to do that. Mm-hmm. Why are you, do you want to lose weight? Why is it so important for you? Well, some people will say, well, you know, that's a good question. I, uh, you know, maybe it's because I want to have more energy to spend with my kids. I want more energy to run after my grandkids. You know, now you're getting to a point where you're pulling out of people really the reason why they do that. And if they don't do it, then they're not going to get that big prize, which is to them, be energetic for my kids or, mm-hmm. or, or be there when my kids get married. And sure. you know what I mean? Sure. So, so this is where I start going into the mind. And then I start reading more books on psychology. I start reading more books on neuro neuroscience to understand more the brain, to understand how people could benefit more when they start using, you know, more of what is really pushing me to do this. And that's, that's the path that I started going with much better success. But the challenges that we have in our society, at least from my perspective, regard to people staying... Um, focus on any one thing for any length of time, mm-hmm. given the fact that we're growing, we've grown up with this, the only thing that's constant is change. So um, I'm focused on fitness today. I want to have a positive mind. I want to have a healthy mind. I want to have a fit mind. I want to have a fit body. But maybe tomorrow, not so much, hmm. because I may change my you know, my, my focus on what I want to deal with. I, tomorrow I want to deal with, um, I don't know, um, dealing with a craft or, or the job or whatever, and not seeing the parallel that you, your mental and physical fitness has in allowing you to, to experience a life that's full of um, the energy you need and, and the ability to do all the other physical and mental things that a good, a good fit mind and body allow you to do. Um, 
Have you experienced challenges with individuals who just give up? They said, no, this isn't for me. I can't do this after a week of exercising or doing whatever the program is, even, the, even though they initially have a goal and, and you've, you've gotten them there. Right. I mean, it's like anything else. You know, I, I always use the analogy of my daughter. You know, I have a three-year-old daughter. And at the beginning, trying to brush her teeth was always a horror story. She would run around the house. I would run after the toothbrush. The to- she, would pu- she would push the toothbrush off my hand. You know, it's all about creating a ritual, creating a behavior, right? It always comes back to that. Do you think about brushing your teeth now? No, it's, it becomes a natural thing. Do you mm-hmm. ever think one day, I don't want to brush my teeth? No, right. it, be- it became a ritual. It became a habit. You don't even think about it. And what I do is I try with my, my clients at the beginning to create rituals, mm-hmm. to create habits. I don't even tell them, let's not focus now on weight loss. Let's not focus now on getting you to run uh, a, 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 a mile under, under five minutes. That's not what it's about. Right mm-hmm. now, let's focus on creating rituals because when they become automatic and it's like anything in life, once you repeat something over and over, then you don't even think about Oh, I don't want to do it today. Well, it's muscle memory. Just it's muscle memory. Kicks in. It's like anything else. And we have to understand, and, and you know, at the point where you say to the person, listen, it's all about consistency. And we get there once we develop those rituals that you repeat over time, and then it becomes natural. Some people say it takes 21 days. Some people say it takes three months. I don't like to put a number on that because every individual is different. So you want them to create those rituals first and let their bodies adapt to whatever time it takes to sure. create that habit. Sure. And once that that's created, that's it. It's done and it's cemented like you know, like you, the rituals that you have, like brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, mm-hmm. uh, doing whatever you do in life. You know, your coffee in the morning, things like that that you don't even think about anymore. Going to the gym becomes a yeah, of course I'm going to do it. I'm, right. You know, that's there's no question about it, sure. right? But that takes time. It's not something that's done in a week. So somebody dropping off the bandwagon after a week, typically it's because they don't have a clear goal of what they want to mm-hmm. achieve. Mm-hmm. They don't have that, that deep emotional attachment to why they want to change. So that's why it's very important at the beginning, why are we doing this? Sure. Why sure. are we doing this? Why do you want to do this? Is it really to lose five pounds? Is that really what the goal is? Because there's always something deeper than that. And unless you get that out of them, they're going to stay in that kind of very, very, you know, yeah, I want to lose five pounds. Maybe I want to gain a little bit of muscle. Maybe I want to do this and that. Once you focus them on what they want to do and why they're doing it, then they have, you know what, I want to do it for this reason. You know, this has this has such a great bearing, I, I believe, on my audience, especially those who are in the workforce or those who are transitioning to a new uh, job, because I think that it, when we're working or when we're focused on something we want to do, we mm-hmm. typically do have a goal. We do, whether it's in the back of our mind or the front of mind, we know that there's something we want to accomplish, and it tends to be a core function of ultimately what we gain out of whatever we're doing. Uh, in the workplace, it's, you know, you have goals. You know that there's something you, you want to accomplish, you want to accomplish for a variety of reasons, maybe because you want to get promoted at the end of the year, get a merit increase, or um, it's your nature to, to excel at what you do, everything you do. So to flip this, the page a little bit, let's turn back to Laurent. Mm-hmm. You've been you've been at this for a while now. Uh, yeah. Certainly, you're good at what you do. People are coming after I you. I hope so. Well, I mean, you got people <laughs> like Oprah and Dr. Oz and others who were seeking you out. <laughs> What's next for you? If you were you're on your journey of helping people focus on getting them to align their goals around fitness, what's next for you? Well, Have you given that some thought? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, my passion is to motivate people. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to do. So, the bigger the audience I have. And the better I am. So, so 
you know, doing shows like Dr. Oz, for example, and even eventually having my own little uh, show going on. Why not? Okay. Why not? Actually, right now we're working on a show called Raw Efforts, which mm. is a, uh, right now it's going to be on, on YouTube. Mm. Uh, we don't have any sponsors yet. It's just pure, you know, us funding it, basically. And, and the idea behind it is we find people, regular people, athletes, and we find that what pushes them to do what they do, what pushes them to be on top of what they do, Right. And it's part right. of motivation, mm-hmm. part also their routine, their life routine. How many hours do you sleep? What kind of foods do you eat? Uh, what are your daily rituals that you do? And, and, and the, the whole point and the whole goal of this is for people to watch this and say, you know what, I could do this. I, you know, I, I'd like to run a, a marathon. I'd like to do a triathlon or I'd like to do this. And he seems like a guy I, I, I could emulate. Sure. So sure. that's the whole goal of this. I interview those people and then we go through their routines and their short little segments. And they're so much fun for me because really I get to do what I enjoy doing, which is to find out from, from people what motivates them. And... And that's why it always comes back to having a deep emotional attachment to what they're doing. For example, I had this, uh, we interviewed this, uh, this, uh, this uh, Navy guy. He's a test pilot for the Navy. And he's an avid triathlon uh, guy. Mm. And I asked him, I say, why do you push yourself? He wakes up every morning early. He does his run. He does his biking. I said, why do you do this? You're like in your 40s. You're not going to go professional. And his answer was, what if I have to pull my family out of a burning building one day? Mm. What do I have to do that? What if I have to do that? And that's his motivation. That's what keeps him going. Being prepared. Being prepared for whatever, whatever happens in life. Whatever life throws at you. Exactly. Sure. So, so that's the kind of stuff I'd love to hear. Mm-hmm. What is really pushing people to do what they do? And, and that's what I'm really passionate about. So yes, a show uh, w- would be great. But even if I, if I uh, go on that stuff like Dr. Oz and all those national uh, television shows, that gives me a big platform that helps me do what I, what I do best and m- do what I, what I enjoy doing the most, which is, enjoy, uh, which is motivate. Well, as I, as I sit here listening to you, I, it's amazing. It's hard to... And, and, the, and the radio audience doesn't see you right now. They're just hearing your passionate voice. But I see you as you're talking. And it's, it's, it's like listening to Tony Robbins. You know? you, you know, <laughs> I, love, I love Tony Robbins, by the way. I listen to his tips. And he's a big uh, motivation as well. But, but I think what you do, you know, motivate, motivating individuals to do something that's good for them. Mm. Uh, a lot of ways of motivating individuals. Um, I try to motivate my son to clean up his room. I'm, I'm, I'm a very poor motivator at that, by the way. I'm, I'm still working at it. But, but I think that motivating individuals do things that are going to extend and to support them having a healthy life is pretty awesome. And obviously, you have a lot of passion around it. The, um, the whole area of fitness today is, is it's got to be a multi-billion dollar industry. Multi-billion. But, but when you think about... Uh, the fact that uh, we still have in this country some of the in the world some of the most obese people are in the United States. Right. Um, you know we have challenges regard to health. Um, you know I, yeah, I I laugh quite frankly every year when I go to my annual physical because my the the nurse who takes all the the vitals before my doctor gets to poke and prod. Uh, historically always has said since I turned 60, which is some time ago, she, you know, they say, well, Mr. Thomas, what pharmaceutical you know, medications are you on? And I, when I say none, <laughs> they think that they're dealing with a Martian. They said, 
everyone your age is on something prescriptive. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Right. I said, well, it's really about what's right with me, because it um, it allows me one to use the the pharmaceuticals in my mind and my brain to support health, and 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 I'm not uh, addicted to anything that I have to prescriptively get and consume that um, may or may not effectively support the health of my body. Uh, and that's always a, a short conversation, but I always get these weird looks from the nurse. You know? <laughs> uh, but I think that there's so many individuals who are dependent on, on doing something that if I could just take a pill, then I wouldn't have to go to the gym. Hopefully that day will never come. Right. But I think there are people who are hoping that that day will come. Right. Uh, and there's so many other things like nutrition, sleep. You know, having grown up playing some sport, I've always had coaches who have been um, very focused on telling me what I couldn't do. You know, off the field of play or whatever. You know, you can't smoke, can't drink, you can't, can't. But over time, I realized that you know it's created a healthy lifestyle that's allowed me to do all the things that I can now do with my son and keep up with him and, and have a healthy life. Uh, and certainly you're doing that with the passion that you have for the people you're, you're helping right now. Um, and I can see you having a, a larger audience. So I wouldn't be surprised that, you know, I turn on my ca- some cable channel <laughs> and, and there's Laurent, you know, um, uh, at, uh, at Woodstock or some large stadium. Right. Um, um, uh, maybe you could be the Super Bowl halftime, you know. Uh, just, right? Why not? <laughs> that's, Why know, not? I mean, that that could, I could see it happen. Me and Justin Timberlake. You I, know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, it's as the show's winding down. I just want to say it's been a pleasure having you here. Certainly, there's a lot more um, that I that I see than I've that I've seen relative to what you've done. But I think more importantly than that, the kind of advice, the kind of support you've done to help people live a more uh, healthy and successful life uh, is runs parallel to what you've done with your own life. And I think that's got to be a great joy for you and a great uh, sense of achievement over the time that you've been doing what you're doing. So sort of a trick question, what are you going to do next? I'm sure whatever you do next is going to support people and their their health and and their fitness, both mentally and and physically. And I think that, um, you know, the mental side really supports the physical side. If you, get the, if you get the mind in the right place, you know the the body has to follow. The body always follows a motivated mind. Absolutely, that's, uh, that's my line. By the way, I have a trademark on it. <laughs> okay, well I won't use it anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry with that. I'm, I'm not going to plagiarize. <laughs> didn't know, didn't know it was yours, but that but that's that's all great. But it's it's been a pleasure having you on the so show. It was all mine. And James. and I got to tell you that uh, you know I've I've only known you um, a, a short time, but I I consider you a friend, and I and I look forward to yes, well. having you back on the show talking more about. Um, uh, all the outstanding things you're doing. Thank you so uh, and, much. And uh, for those in the listening audience that want to continue to hear this segment, you can go to the careercentralonline.com uh, website. You can certainly uh, download it uh, on uh, Mixcloud by just putting in the Workforce Show, and you'll see Laurent's uh, great picture and, and his his bio and, and uh, be able to listen to the show. But this is WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, and we're... Glad that you've been with us today, and I look forward to many more shows to present outstanding and awesome people like Laurent. So, Laurent, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me, James. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to The Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at WERA.FM or at CareerCentralOnline.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.